Hello and welcome to this month's edition of the Car Talk podcast where, as ever, we talk about the latest news and transportational opinion, uh, for which this month there is a lot of. We've got a lot to talk about this month. Joining me, as usual, is Bailey Prickett from The Grantine. Uh, how are you this month, Bailey? Very well, Fatty, actually. How are you? I'm uh, very good, as usual. The answer is the same old, but you... <laughs> It's not the same old. You've been to Scotland for some important business. <laughs> I have indeed, yes. Uh, yes. Scotland road trip with uh, Harry, who we've had on the podcast, obviously. Um, and it was obviously meant to be a holiday, but we did film uh, for the grand team whilst we're there. And, mate, mm. it was just amazing. Like it, The scenery was just incredible. Uh, I've, the, seen, the I've seen some yeah sneak previews, mm. and it is... You have. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very good. Well, you don't even need to see the sneak previews. You just need to know Scotland, um, not like the likes of Dundee or anywhere like that. But the you know the the proper bits, mm. uh, you'll be able to see uh, nice scenery and nice roads, drone shots, um, and it's coming out quite soon, isn't it? That one. It's not part of the new season. No, it's not. It's kind of a one-off special. But uh, in mm. fact, Matty, as I mean, I was obviously recording this. Uh, sort of mid September, but uh, mm. this this will probably go out after uh, the video is released. So the video is probably released now. Um, so if you haven't oh, already, okay. check it out. You can see those roads just yes. just like I have. <laughs> um, now before we go any further, and before we even discuss uh, our theme and go into the news uh, this week, me and Bailey here on the Car Talk podcast, we have to make an address to the audience. Yes. Um, now, not only have we been accused of having no viewers, um, you know, we, we've got low viewers, but we haven't got no viewers. Oh. Uh, we've been accused of, of sexism uh, on the Car Talk podcast, oh. which is simply not true. It is not true. Um, yes, there's there's comedy, as Bailey has, has pointed out. Uh, and um, I think this has all stemmed from the fact that we still... I, 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 I stand by this. We haven't had a, a a female guest on the podcast as of yet. No, we haven't. And I think that is why we're being accused of sexism. But Matty, um, that seems like it's going to change soon. Well, hopefully. Well, let's hope so, because the email address for you to email if you are a woman is still open, and it is, I'm a woman, and I'd like to be on your car talk <laughs> podcast or whatever it was. Uh, you can email that because... Thus far, we have invited onto the podcast uh, the lady from Driven from Twenty Driven Twenty Four Seven. She's very nice, very polite. Uh, politely said, "Can you call me another time?" And and we said yes. Uh, Rebecca Jackson from Car Buyer, obviously, um, and most recently Lucy Brown from Drive Tribe. Um, Mm. Very happy to uh, post on Instagram, but not happy to reply to my email. So uh, <laughs> we are we are not being intentionally sexist. This is all well. Basically, it's all the women's fault because they haven't wanted to come on the podcast. It's We've been basically yes, yes. So um, that's that's that cleared up. Um, but for this week's theme. Uh, we are touching a nerve, rather like we have with uh, one of our female viewers recently on the podcast, the one who said that we've got none, but we'll move on. Uh, this 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 month, uh, for our theme, we are touching a nerve because we are asking an almost unanswerable question, and mm. that is, 
what would we replace our beloved cars with? Well, nothing. <sighs> it, it's very it's going to be a hard one. It well, is. yeah. I, well, I hope you've got some answers. Otherwise, we won't have a proper podcast. But um, it is a, it is a hard question. It's like someone saying to you, "Well, you can only keep either potatoes or bread." Which which is it going to be? And I don't yeah, think I that, could choose. No, I don't think I could either. I mean, I have spent I have spent a total of five minutes writing the answers down, Matty. But we'll, yeah, nevertheless, we'll discuss that later. I'm sure. We, we certainly will. We're going to have four scenarios later on in the podcast, uh, each of which is a different scenario for having to get rid of our cars, uh, and we have different answers uh, for each one of them. So do stay with us for that. Um, but for now, car news. A lot of car news this week. A lot. I think you'll agree, Bailey. Um, what have I got here? You know, fuel shortages. Yes. Um, Climate protests. Mm. Uh, would, would would you like to start with your with your first news story? I would like to start with climate protests because I've also put that down as well, Matty. Um, Very good. And being near the M25, I actually mm. experienced being in a traffic jam today on the M25. Um, and I just think it is just outrageous because I, I understand their point of view. You know, they want to save the polar bears and become vegan and eat leaves and things. But like the way they're doing it is literally like contradicting what they're meant to do, what they're there for. So they're stopping traffic, which is polluting even more. Yeah. And also yeah. what's not on either is actually, you know, there's a whole there's a whole thing about someone had a stroke in one of the traffic dams and obviously I there's see, a certain I've amount of time. That to get them to hospital, but they were there for yeah. about six hours and I think they became paralysed from that, all because of these stupid people. <laughs> mm. There's, um, I, I, I mean, I can't, I'm not, I can say this, but I, if I say it, I think I'll get cancelled and we'll get even more complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, the, the, there is a lot of anger and I live nowhere near the M25, but I am very angry about this. I just think... Uh, it's it's completely the the wrong way to go about yeah. things, and also um, their argument is well, you know, you've got to be sort of um, disruptive and things like that to do these, you know, to gain attention and to do these sort of things. But you know, there's there's headquarters and things like that where the people who make the whole decisions and that that is where they are based. Mm. Go there, you know, exactly. when there was. All sorts of, um, you know, protests about, um, you know, tobacco laws and things back uh, way back when they literally disrupted and interrupted and, you know, really gave a hard time to the people who were um, part of the tobacco companies. They were storming their headquarters. uh, And to be honest, I think they got some results, but that's what you do. So I don't think you're going to get anybody on side by completely ruining no. people's commutes. Exactly. And, and it's just annoying people. Thus causing more emissions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, like, there was, I saw a video on TikTok as well about this, and there was literally someone holding their horn at these protests, and they were literally yes, bro- blocking the that. junction. Yeah. And one of the cars was like a golfie. So it was electric. So they're blocking yeah. what they're literally trying to show. It's just, it's just idiotic. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. And and my my, my dad has told me off for um, just sort of assuming that all these people are hippies. <laughs> um, but I did see the the 
climate protests last year in the centre of London. Um, they all looked pretty dreadlocky to me. Yeah. Uh, and then I seen the line of people glued to the floor. Um, and again, they all looked a little bit sort of, you know, hippie-ish, hippie-esque. <laughs> um, so I'm not casting aspersions, but um, I think you're absolutely right. I think these people probably are free spirits uh, don't feel the need that they have to work like the rest of us yeah that sort of thing you know yeah I, I, th I think it is uh, I could be wrong about some of them um but yeah uh have you ever seen the the clip of top uh, the one show when Jeremy Clarkson was on it and he's he's saying that he'd uh, have all the people shot yeah I think I have seen that yeah mm, for going on strike um yeah, just to uh, let the viewers and listeners know, that is definitely not what I think <laughs> should happen to these climate change protesters. Um, I do actually have a solution as well to, to help them, Bailey. Go on. Um, you know, there's, there's, I think there's only one person or one company, actually, that can sort of satisfy the needs of these climate protesters, and it is Citroen. Go on. You'll have to edit the sort of gap out there, I reckon, because I wanted it to be a bit more dramatic than that. But anyway, <laughs> um, this is where he doesn't edit it out, isn't it? But yes, it's Citroen. Citroen are here to uh, answer the needs of these climate protesters on the M25 this month because they are bringing their electric Citroen Ami to the UK. Yay. <laughs> I mean, I actually... Don't you like the Citroen Ami? Okay, hear me, like hear me out a second, right? I've I've had this. I wrote this down earlier because I wanted to discuss this. Um, yeah, I just don't like it. I just don't. I I try. I'm trying myself to like it, mm. but I just I don't. Like it. I know. You, I know you probably do. I know Daniel likes it, and I know it's quite controversial that I don't like it. But is Daniel's registered his interest to buy it? <laughs> has he Daniel actually? Wow. He has. Interesting. Um, I mean, for me, it look it looks like they've got a Citroen Cactus C4, and they're like, let's get. Let's make a new car, but instead of actually making a new car, let's go and get two bulldozers and drive it into the Citroen C4 Picasso uh, cactus thing, and then that's the new car. That's personally what I think it looks like. Yeah, I mean, but it's really cool. It's, it's a it good idea. It's like a space buggy. It's a good idea, but I just don't... I'm just not interested. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm just not... <laughs> wow. I thought that we were going to proper, you know, bond there that, you know, me and Bailey, but there's obviously been a little bit of a disagreement. Um, but anyway, I, for, for those who, who do care, such as Daniel and um, other people, uh, the Citroen Ami has come to or has been confirmed that it's coming from the UK should, uh, to the UK should be priced for around £6,000, quite cheap. Um, so I could get, good, I could I get my Mazda... And mods for the same price as that car. Yes, I know, but it's 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 a Citroen Ami. It's so this is basically it's it's alternative transport, and I think it will be able to be driven by under seventeens. God. <laughs> so what what you're gonna have is just just think all the all the chavs and that in the park. They're not going to be setting fire to the basket swings. They're not going to be playing knock-a-door-dash. You know, all that sort of things. They're going to be drifting round 
children's play parks and their Citroen Amis on two wheels. They go, you know, that it's going to be great. You make it sound like it's a good thing. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that antisocial behaviour is going to be replaced by... More antisocial behaviour. Well, I don't think it's antisocial behaviour. Well, actually, it's £6,000, so the chavs that you see drifting Citroen Amis have probably have stolen, but, yeah. you know... I don't. I really. I, I've got a lot of time for the Citroen Ami, and I just. I can't. I. I can't justify it, but I've got a lot of time for it. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'd like to try it out. I'd like to give it a go. Yeah, and like I really have a drive, would. Because I, I really would. You know, my opinion probably would change on it. Um, and if Daniel Actorhouse gets one, I will be asking him if I can go come and drive it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. If yeah. he gets one. Do you think you'll get it over the panda? That's the. That's the question for him. But, um, well, the panda belongs to someone else. Is it? His mum and dad, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's not his car, yeah. I thought they were going to pass it down, but I might Should we ring him up and get him on very briefly just to conf- No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I said I have his number. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I talk about uh, a new Maserati? Yes, let's get back to cars, not climate change. Or electric yes. boxes. Um, yes. <laughs> so... Uh, I've read somewhere that there is a new Maserati SUV, Matty. <laughs> um, okay. And it's called so not the... not a car, then? No, not really. But uh, it's called the Maserati Greycall. Greycall? I, I don't know. Greek Greycall? Probably. It's spelled G-R-E-C-A-L-E. Um, and mm. a fun fact that uh, uh, Maserati planning boss... Uh, Francesco Donon says the most practical in its class but will also be luxurious it will feature the best in class design and features and also the best in class performance and handling mm-hmm. so I mean I, I, I don't know because I haven't really seen there's not many pictures of it it's only just been spotted yeah it's 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 wrapped isn't it yeah one of those wrapped mm. things to hide the design but um, the headlights look a bit like a Ferrari California it does a little one. bit I mean, I think it's built on a similar chassis to the Stelvio, the Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Um, mm, so it could famously known for being the best handling car in its class. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I find funny. Do you know what I mean? It's sort yeah. of like they kind of taken yeah. from Alfa Romeo there, but you know, time will tell about that one. Looks alright though. Mm, it certainly will. Um, I went on the internet this week. Um, and I found something. I found a website. Mm. Um, what website? Now this is well. It's I. I didn't just find it. To be fair, I heard an advert on the radio for this website, uh, and I thought, being in the industry that I'm in, you know, used cars, uh, I thought I best check this out because it's the competition. Basically, uh, we've all heard of Kazoo. And their lovely catchy adverts. Uh, we've all seen that guy from Ready Steady Cook doing the cinch adverts. Um, but now there is another website for you to buy a used car entirely online, allegedly. Um, and I thought, God, another one. I best check this out. Um, <laughs> and it's called Spoticar. Um, <laughs> and that is actually that's actually how you say it because on the radio it was going. Um, the Traffic and Travel, sponsored by Spotica. Um, Spotica. And Spotica. <laughs> um, not Sporty Car, Spotty. spotty so it's spotty almost car. like Spotify. Yes, I think cars. that's the, the vibe we've gone for. So I'm, I'm expecting to um, almost feel like, once again, the 
used car forecourt will be put out of business. Will it? Will um, it every week? If it's like Spotify, will it every week recommend you a car that you like based on the cars that you've looked at on the app? That'd be a good it idea. Might, it might do, but for what I'm about to tell you, uh, there won't be any cars that you like on there at all. God. Um, so this Spotty Car website, I went onto it. Uh, it turns out that this is a website uh, that is owned by Stellantis. Um, so it's basically um, a compilation all on one website uh, of all of the worst cars that are currently produced that we both hate. Uh, so you've got Vauxhall, uh, all you used Vauxhalls across the UK, so 10,974 <laughs> Vauxhalls, uh, Citroën, which, you know, I am partial to Citroen, but not entirely. Uh, Peugeot. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, I think, God, I think that's it, actually. But I think Fiat and the others will be joining them soon. But it is mostly Vauxhall, Fiat, Peugeot, all on there. Yeah. The internet just was not made for this. No. Um, and I, there's certainly other websites that I would rather be on right now. So I think we should move on. Matty, you know the new Lotus Amira that re that was announced this start of this year, sort of yeah, summer. Yes. Uh, well, I finally Gorgeous got. Car. It's I actually really like the look of it. Um, I've saw, mm. I've saw it in person at a Goodwood. Um, yeah. And I think I mentioned it a few podcasts ago. Uh, it looks mm. fantastic. Um, it it actually reminds me quite a lot of the the new Maserati MC12 or sorry MC20, which is obviously the predecessor sorry the predecessor to the mc12 um yeah and i've yeah so i had a look today and we finally got a price for it uh this is the first edition trim can you have a guess do you want to have a guess what the price of it is Ooh. um okay if it's it's going to be high isn't it so it's i was surprised hundred and hundred and twelve thousand pound Something like that. Nope, it's a bit lower than that. Oh, okay. I was being, I've been a bit pie in the sky there because I thought it was going to be extortionate. What is it? So it is seventy five thousand nine hundred ninety five pounds, which actually, Matty, Bargain? it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's actually, isn't it? That's, I mean, that's pretty achievable. Don't get me wrong. That is, a, that's still a lot of money uh, for yeah. anything. But that, yeah, like you said, it's quite achievable and. I'd imagine you get quite a lot of car out of it. I mean, think of the technology in there. Mm. Um, yeah. So you could get that or a Range Rover, a brand new one. And mm. I'd rather have the Lotus. And of course, it's Maserati owned by Stellantis. So you will soon be able to get your new Maserati MC20 on Spoticar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would be in 20 years or so, but yes. Yes, yes. At your local Lucas Maserati. <laughs> Uh, can can we move on to something less interesting than yes. uh, the new Maserati? Uh, well, first of all, quick headline: convertible Fiat 500X Dolce Vita confirm, confirmed for the UK market. I'm not interested. There we go. Uh, it, it, well, if, if, if anybody is interested, the open-top version of the Fiat 500X crossover has a roof that can open in 15 seconds flat. It's funny, no. it's funny, Matty, because on our collab video, Grand Team collab video, we could show that we could get a roof down in 
I don't know, what was it, under 10 seconds and do mm. a lap of the of the track in and under a minute. these are cars that are much older than the new Fiat exactly. 500X Dolce Vita. So what we've established, Matt, is get an older car, which is what you should do at any point in your life. Well, yeah, I think there's a sort of pattern emerging here that, you know, most of our not interested segments really revolve around Fiat 500 special editions. They do. And, Peugeots and things, you know, it's just, they're just two companies that, on the whole, you really should stay away from. Mm. Um, and I had a thought, news. Matty, as well, actually. Go on. Is, Go on. And this is going to sound really outrageous, but, um, so, I was thinking earlier on, I was like, I, I love doing this podcast, I think you're wrong, that the podcast is amazing to do every month, and I enjoy speaking yeah. to you about car news and stuff, but... Yeah, we out of our lifetimes we couldn't have picked the worst time, <laughs> more of a worst time to do it because all the cars we're talking about are just batteries and just and not just not really that interesting to. I mean, some of them don't get me wrong have been great to talk about, but like mm. for example the Fiats and the Peugeots and all this stuff, it's just I just don't care. <laughs> it really is a um, a strange time because yeah. um, I don't know cars are just. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a good month for car news this week purely because of some climate protesters and a fuel shortage. Because other than that, it's just, like, for example, you see all the car news is of late and the past few years since the whole EV thing's come in is that the new smart SUV is coming. You know, we made a joke about that. Uh A few weeks later, it's the new smart SUV (laughs) is here. And it looks as dreadful as it did in the mock-up photo. So, uh, really, viewers and listeners, you have to just rely on our, um, you know, comedy and wit um, with these podcasts because it is hard graft. Which with is the purely news. why we do it. Because if we've just let, let's just pretend that we're doing a normal podcast and that we're mm. really interesting because we're talking about all the facts. So, Matty, yes. um, today I had a look at the new Lotus and. Uh, it costs eighty thousand mm. um, pounds. Okay. Have you got any news? Well, yes. Um, just to uh, literally read you the news: uh, new two thousand and twenty-two Dacia Jogger, handed first public showing at Munich, seven-seater replacement for the Docker, Logi, and Logan MCV, was presented at the firm's Lake Stand. Mm. It's a very interesting, Matty. Um, the Maserati Grin, I don't know, how, I still don't know how you say it, but the new SUV Maserati. Um, yeah. And I've got an interesting fact from the uh, Global Planning Bloss. And he Ooh. says the most practical in its class, but also the most luxurious. So that is the Car Talk podcast. We do. <laughs> See what I mean? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be very yeah, interesting if we were just talking really about that. It really would. Bats. And. I would like to talk about the actually what I think about the Dacia Jogger in a comedic way. Go on. The Dacia Jogger looks like a wardrobe with a hunchback. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing it here with this horrible orangey brown paint scheme. And typically, I'm very, very open and open minded and accepting about everything Dacia do. Just like the Citroen Ami, I've got a lot of time for Dacia, but this. I can just imagine it being on the mobility scheme, <laughs> being driven by 84-year-old people who 
for whom it is way too big for. It's going to be coming into my dealership off the transporters with parking scrapes, dints, everything hanging off, full of dog hair and stinky cigarette bloody butts all over the place. Uh, it's a horrible seven-seater. I'd much rather have a C4 Picasso, uh, and I really hope it would jogger on. <laughs> Well, and we're off the air in Romania. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I haven't got any more car news. I don't know if you have, Matty. Well, just very quickly, because I'm not sure when this podcast is going out. It's obviously near the end of the month now. Um, but are you worried, very quickly, Bailey, before we go on to our theme, are you worried about this fuel crisis in quotation marks? You know what, Matty? I mean, my dad mentioned it to me earlier on. Uh, and yeah. he, I was like, "What? I didn't. I didn't read this. I thought it was just because I read somewhere that it was a fuel shorted, but I thought that was for lorries, so like diesel and stuff. But I didn't think it was no, because Bailey, the lorry we, drivers uh, can yeah, no. bring it over. Um, we 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 do have cars in this country that run on diesel. I, I know so. that, but my car doesn't. Oh, so I, I don't care if it, if it's diesel or not. But, yeah. Um, now that I found out it's petrol, I'm just like, oh. Damn. And it's even harder to find petrol in my car because I can only put E5 in. So it's like, mm. bugger. <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping it will be a, be okay in a few days. Let's hope so. Um, anyway, uh, on to good, good, uh, good session for the news there. Like, I mean, that was really good, yeah. You know, and you've had it both in boring foot mode and, you know... <laughs> Comedy and sexist mode. So yeah, um, which is which? Yeah. Which is your favourite? Let us know in the comments or email us <laughs> uh, at the Grand Team. Um, yeah, and Lucy Brown, please get back to me. Please. <laughs> yes, uh, we best move on to our theme for this week. If there's anybody else who's still listening, uh, we've got um, a question to ask, really, and it's what would we replace our cars with? Should we have to get rid mm. of them now? If I just asked this question on a general basis, Bailey would say his answer and it would be something sporty and fast. My answer would be a Vauxhall Nova. Uh, so really, we've got to sort of spice make it, it a little... Yeah, spice it up. Make it a little bit more cunning uh, and add a little bit of criteria, which is why I've devised four rounds here, uh, of which for each round, we've got to give a different answer dependent on this scenario. Uh, as to what we'd replace our car with if we really had to. Yes. Uh, so, are you ready, Bailey? I am indeed ready. Okay, so our first round is the write-off round. This is where, God forbid, one of our beloved cars has been written off, or both of them have been written off, and uh, you have to get to work the next morning. So, basically, you need a car, and you need it now. It has to be one that is readily available for you to just go and pick up what would you have and this is this is an interesting one matty um and i chose either my old car or the newer right. version of my old car so the say, say good Ibiza, choices. just because mm. i know how it drives and i know all the ins mm. and outs of it i've had it for two years i know it's a reliable car and it can get me to work there and back with no problems and mm. it's it's all right to drive, um, and it's yeah. fairly cheap. So that's that's why they, they are they are good to drive, and that's a good sort of route to go down, really, isn't it? Just mm. going with what you know. Um, but I definitely, if I had to choose, I'd say the newer one. But I don't know if I don't know if there's like a price. 
gap or whatever um, in terms of well no you can you can have what you want you've just sort of got to be able to get it sort of thing so I guess there is a price thing but I don't know the rules are very you know they can be bent the rules Um, so I'd say a new one then yeah go on then say (laughs) that Uh, I'll let you Um, for my choice so look I was thinking right if my Saxo got written off tomorrow and I had to go out straight away and buy a new car. I I would, you know, sort of ideally lean towards another old car, but mm. it would take me a while to buy one of them because I would want to buy the right one. So yeah. when I'm thinking of my answers, I'm going, no, Matty, go modern. So I'm thinking, well, what is... I drive a lot of modern cars for work, so I'm thinking, well, what, what do I like? Um, and... Um, Three, three came to mind. Um, it's not the best driving car in the world, but I do like the old Volvo C30s. Nice. Quite cheap as well to buy privately, yeah. um, especially the very early ones. Um, and sticking with like really tiny, small, tinny cars, which you know I love. <laughs> um, the Mark One Toyota Igo, I think, is a great car and it drives yeah. really well as well. Um this is also a strange one because you know uh, Lewis Machland, who we've had on the show yeah. from uh, Machland's Motors. He used to have a Toyota Igo, uh, and he currently has an MG3. And the MG3 is also on my list. I've driven loads of them. I think they're great cars. A little bit sort of different and alternative, yeah. but modern and reliable. Um, so those are my three, but I think it's between the Volvo and the Igo. Which one are you more set on? Uh, my my heart says the Igo because it's small and, you know, revy and just a little shithead, basically, which is sort of what my Saxo is, if I'm being sort of... You know, it's an old car that's cheap. Yeah. Uh, but my head says, oh, no, get a, get the Volvo. It'll be more reliable. and But, you know, it probably would be just as reliable as the Toyota, really. Yeah. So... It's a tough one, but um, I would. It's actually making me sad because I really don't want my car to get written off I know, because <laughs> I would have to buy something like that, and I I don't want to. Um, I mean, I yeah. It, it's some you know I do miss my Seat actually at some points just because of it's your first car, it's the first isn't it? Car. You always do. And you bond with it, and also you know just how just because of like all the modern stuff on it like you know my car's mm. great and it's a pure driving experience but like yeah i just wish like some of the things worked do you know what well, i mean you wish you had a cup holder yeah a cup holder that's not in the way of a gearbox <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know like actual good speakers in my i mean the speakers are right in my master but the Seat's one we're actually pretty good mm. um there's, there's, there's a video control. there yeah yeah there's a video there for you to do upgrading the speakers on my Mazda MX-5 Unos. That is a good idea. Don't you reckon? I might have to do yeah. that. <laughs> I done it on my Saxo. But, uh, yeah, mate, I'd have to take a few good few weeks off work when my Saxo finally goes because yeah. I'll be that distraught. Bless. Um, that's a joke, by the way, but I will be grieving very, <laughs> very heavily when if my Saxo goes. Um, we're about to get, uh, well, just depressing again with our next round. Are you ready for it? Yes. This is uh, the wear out round. So your car has been judged as uneconomical to repair 
or it is going wrong too often, it's getting a little bit too unreliable, and you've sort of, by hook or by crook, sort of having to accept uh, that it's maybe time to move on to another car. Uh, now this really, I mean, without sort of uh, going sort of too unrealistic, this is basically what you'd have, a car that you'd have if you didn't have your MX-5. Uh, and if I, so basically a car you'd pick as well. Um, but obviously your previous is gone, so you, you just pick one of these. What what would you have? Am I allowed to say a new MX-5? <laughs> you, you, you can, like, but you've said that. Is that going to be your answer for every question? No, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's the only MX-5 in these answers. And that's the, <laughs> that's the new one. Or I would have yeah, a... A Mark II MX-5? <laughs> no, I would have a uh, Toyota GR Yaris, actually. If I was wow, gonna... that's, a, that's a very good idea. Mm. I should have thought be- of that. I'd love to have this. Would be this would be like a really sort of dream to have. Um, I'd have to mm-hmm. have my MX Five that I've got at the moment, and also a GR Yaris as my like daily car. Mm. But the only thing with the GR Yaris, they're like forty grand, and I could get a V eight R O for that. <laughs> Look, it's cheaper to buy a GR Yaris new and stay on the waiting list than buy one used at the moment and have no waiting time at all. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, same with the new Porsche Macan. Might have to do it's that. It's cheaper to buy. A, a used new one than buy um, sorry it's cheaper to buy a new one from Porsche than buy a <coughs> brand new one that's used yeah like you gone to the garage isn't that yeah 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 so yeah that would be um, what I'd say probably GR Yaris if I if I didn't choose the MX-5 but I always wanted to drive yeah. a brand new one a new MX-5 because you know I mean I love them mm. so I was thinking about this it's um it's a pretty hard one, really. I really don't know if you asked me, like, truly what I would buy as a car next. So I'm sort of scratching my head and going, well, okay. Uh, I like Alfa Romeos. I've always said I'd like an Alfa Romeo at one point. Yeah. Um, not really. A, you know, I like the modern ones, but I thought, well, if I'm going to get a new car, if I'm saying, okay, me Saxo's going, I'm going to treat myself to a new car, it would probably be sort of the 156 and 147 era. Um, mm. I don't really know what i go for. I quite like the Spider, the old Spider. You yeah. know, well, sort of early naughty Spider. As, um, you know, I'm young, I can have cars like that. <laughs> um, exactly. But at the same time, I don't know if I'm getting old because I don't know if I'm growing out of my uh, sort of small car love. Um, because <laughs> I drove a a old Ford Mondeo with me mates up to the lakes on holiday or uh, camping, yeah. basically, and I borrowed it, that car from work. Diesel automatic, nice leather seats, wood interior, quite sort of well, old man, not old man, but you know, mature, mm. should we say? It was like a company car from. It's like a mature you know, the wine. Early, Early two thousands sort of fleet car, you know, it had all the toys, heated and cooled seats and that, and it was a nice big bus that you could just sort of drive and munch up the miles in. Yeah. Um. So I thought, do you know what? I was driving it, and I went, do you know what? I wouldn't mind one of these. It's a lot more sort of refined than my Saxo, a lot easier to drive, despite how big it was. And I'm going, Jesus, I'm getting old. I need to get back in 
me saxo and you know get back to me youth well it's um, like when i drove my mum's uh, mercedes c-class estate mm-hmm. it's like i felt the exact same you know it's, it's a big it's a much bigger car but just mm. driving it it's just so it's like it's a breeze you could just literally sit there and you know have a joint. Is it automatic as well? Yeah, uh, it's automatic. Yeah, have a joint. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when Jamie said, "Is it easy? Just is it is easy sitting here? It's easier actually. You're not being filmed. You can have a joint. Have a joint. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It is literally yeah. like that. Driving my mum's car. It's just you just chill and you just sort of listen yeah. to some music and that. But I like the Mondeo as well. I like the image that it gives yeah. off. I, I I think any you know I I. I don't know anybody who I don't like that's got a Mondeo, but I know lots of people who've got an Audi A4 who I don't like. You know, they're very humble cars, mm. and I think it's a nice image of yourself to portray that, yes, he's got a Mondeo, he's a Mondeo man, yeah. cool guy. Well, are you ready for the next round? I am indeed. I think I've got a good one yes. for this. Good. Uh Yours will be a lot easier to say than mine, because I don't know, because <laughs> this is the like-for-like like round. So just for a bit of fun, we're saying, well, yes, you've got to get rid of your Mazda MX-5, but what would you buy if you had to only buy an alternative car from the same brand? So you have to have another Mazda. I have to have another Citroen, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot what, about that. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll I'll go first basically because um as you will know viewers I love Citroen, but I love the old Citroen. Uh the new Citroen, I like the new Citroen C4, but again very modern, very big, very I don't like Citroen at the moment. I think they're going through a bit of a sort of boring patch apart from the C4. Um, I mean, most of their lifetime was pretty boring, but continue. Yeah, <laughs> ever since, you know, ever since the Saxo basically stopped and all the C cars came out. It's just been got worse and worse and worse. It's got slightly better recently, but not enough for me to go and pay 17 grand for a, a new C3 or whatever. So, yeah. basically, boys and girls, not sexist, <laughs> uh, I've got to buy another Ald Citroen. Um, I can't have Azara Picasso because my dad said, you know, that's not a a good car for a young driver, you know, you should get something else. Um, so it's it's going to have to be a Citroen AX, which I know is a sort of typical Matty answer. Yeah. But I don't really... I like old Citroens like the CX and the 2CV, but, you know, a re- a, the most sort of honest answer I can give you is a nice Citroen, or a Citroen Zara, or an AX, basically. Yeah. A nice old Citroen from when they were at their best. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. like, that's quite a good choice, I reckon. Such a hard question, though. You know. Well, this one was easier for me because... Um, What's the answer? I'm willing to know. The answer sure is... I can guess. Uh, well, yeah. Actually, yeah, have a guess. Have a guess. It's not an MX-5. The new... Oh, it's not an <laughs> MX-5, okay. Uh, the Mazda Fury. No. Oh. The RX-7. Um, you'd have an RX-7? I would. I, would you? I would have an RX-7. I mean, they just they just sick. <laughs> they to put it in, put it in the slang that that would go along with the car. It's sick because you know I've seen loads of videos of like people modding them, and it is you know it's quite cool. That's the sort of thing I'd do mm. if I had that car. Um, I know I do know you, the whole you... rotary engine and the unreliability yeah, but... of that, but mm. 
the wanker engine. Yeah. Sorry, wankle. Yeah, <laughs> the, the wanker engine. But yeah, I just think they're really cool cars. Um, yeah, the RX-8 I like, but I don't like it as much as the RX-7. It's not as classic. And you got the pop-up headlights with the RX-7, so I get a bit of MX-5 in there as well. MX-5 sort of uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, finally, it's time for the best round, I think, because I've yes. had a little bit of fun with this one. Uh, this is the upgrade round where, within reason, you know, it's your, just your sort of next step up that you can go for. You get to upgrade your car. So, yes, the Citroen Saxo and the Mazda MX-5, you're going to have to get rid of them. But uh, that is old news. You've now got the money that uh, you've got to upgrade very slightly or in my case a lot on your car that you have had previously bailey what would you go for within reason of course i would go for a nissan skyline wow yes because it's kind of it, i mean it's not really an upgrade from i mean it's a big upgrade from my mx5 but it's in the same sort of class car, car class you know jdm Stuff and as you know, I'm really into JDM stuff because when I got my mm. MX5, I was like, "Yeah, I like JDM." I didn't really look into mm. it, and now I love it. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be my yeah. choice, and it's just it's a very cool car. Um, I like I just like the classic sort of. It's very minimalist than the Skylines, especially the R32, yeah. which is the one I'd get, the very first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you're a big fan of them. To be fair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would get. Um, for that round yeah so can, can i have two for my upgrade yeah i mean because i think <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm allowed because you know sort of any car would be an upgrade on mine and that's not being like cruel i mean like price wise you know a corsa would be an upgrade <laughs> um in fact no not a corsa um but yeah i'd have for my and this is my sensible upgrade um, but I'd have a Scirocco, a nice Ooh. petrol automatic one. Uh, firstly, because they really are an upgrade. You know, they're, they're very expensive, even the used ones, because they don't make them anymore. Still dead expensive. Uh, a nice petrol automatic, because I pull up next to people in Scirocco's and I think, yeah, they've smashed it. They can afford the, you know, lofty prices of a Scirocco. Um, and they're not cheap to run either, but I think they're really... Really nice cars. Um, mm. Yes, they're perhaps a golfing drag, but you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I like them. Um, I agree. But that's that's a that's me boring upgrade, me real upgrade that I would have. And this is true, actually. This is a car that I'd have if me Saxo went. Yeah. Uh, and it is the Smart Roadster. Smart Roadster. Oh yeah, I know. I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Remember them? You could yes. get the hard top one and the, or not the hard top, it was the hatchback one and the the other one. Uh, but I'd have the, the the original one, the proper roadster. Yeah. You know, will can can smart just stop releasing stupid shrunken SUVs and <laughs> sort of make that again? You know, apparently they're trying to relaunch the brand and they keep failing. Maybe they should just release that and everyone would go like mad for it. Yeah, I mean, I can update it one. Yeah, that'd be a good shout. Uh, so there we go. There's our four rounds of um, the f this week's theme, <laughs> yeah. which is basically if, if God forbid, we had to get rid of either of our amazing cars. Um, Bailey, I'm going to let you do the outro because you're very good at it. Am I? <laughs> yes. I said as a compliment. Thanks. Um, okay. 
Well, in that case, uh, thank you for listening and watching the podcast uh, as usual. This is the 11th now, Matty. So next month we will it be is. our year anniversary. So we got a special one lined up then. Um, we, we have. And after our year anniversary as well, we've got... Um, a few new sort of features and formats to bring into our podcast yeah. to keep it fresh. Exactly. A new season type thing, basically. Yes, um, it is. But on that note, uh, we do hope you enjoyed, as I said, um, and make sure you subscribe to us. Um, so Grand Teen on this channel and then Matty from Matty's Cars. Matty, do you want to say your Instagrams? Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Matty's Cars YT for uh, notifications of my latest YouTube videos, uh, some car spots among other things. Um, and you can also follow my personal Instagram if you're that way inclined. <laughs> uh, Matty's Cars, no it's not, it's, uh, what is it, Matsgram99. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see pictures of me in, you know, nightclubs and that, um, <laughs> or cardboard joints in my mouth and things like that. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Excellent, and yeah, as 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 um, Massey said, also follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have a Grand Teen Instagram. Uh, I also have an Instagram for my car, my little uh, Mazda, which I named Blue. Oh yes, Blue the Mazda. So that's if you mm. want to follow that, I post just like loads of photography photos of it um, every yeah. now and then. And at the moment, quite often because obviously I've been from Scotland, I'm posting various pictures that I've taken up there. Um, with yeah. nice scenery so follow that if you're interested and yeah and um, of course uh, if you're a woman you know what to do exactly yes. join us be be a guest clear a our guest. name <laughs> yes um, well Matty it's been great um, thanks for coming on as usual and we'll see you next time <laughs>